0: hello everybody this is gregory and welcome back to another episode of the awakened man i hope you're doing well today today i thought we'd go back to the deep trope which is testosterone replacement therapy because look, i i, I this is the awakened man and this is a, a a feed that is mostly i guess a focus on men's health and uh trt is a kind of a big thing in the zeitgeist as always because if you are a man and you watch television you will be inundated by advertisements we we have that term or advertisers have that term food porn where those are all the commercials where they show the cheese pizza looking all tantalizing and the Dairy Queen Blizzard has all the toppings going into the food you know, all these ads that make food look so great that it elicits a response for you to go get it and hence the name food porn and it's, and it's almost the equivalent. I mean, I could be at the gym and the television's on any sports channel or news channel, and I'll just see all these low testosterone treatment commercials from a variety of people. Either they're, they're pawning some pills or it's from a, quote, doctor or whatever it is. And given that, that, as I said, the demographic for this feed is typically men, and it's not going to be men who are 18 years old, I think it's always good here and there to do low testosterone episodes i think this is probably my second or third in the last six years that i've done this podcast but i think it's important to do it because it's applicable to a lot of men so testosterone clearly is important a hormone it is made by the gonads which are your testicles and it's really responsible for maintaining among other things your bone density so strong bones your sex drive so testosterone is made by women which is responsible for their sex drive hormone So. responsible for their sex drive. So when women hit menopause, not only do they lose estrogen and pedestrian, which are the two hormones that kind of make them look female, but they stop making testosterone and therefore their libido dries up. That's why there are women who will take testosterone treatment. Bioidentical hormones are the best ones to do to keep their libido because despite the stereotype, yes, there are women who want to continue having sex even when they get into their 40s. But no doubt testosterone is more important for men as I said, it's responsible for sex drive and sperm production. Maybe some of you men are like, good, I'm glad that big industry, big plastics has reduced my sperm production 50% in the last 40 years. We have a couple episodes on that, how our, our, boys, our boys are being under attack, so to speak, by the environmental factors out there. I would tell you this is quite alarming, not because... It's not a question if you want to have children or not. It's just a question that it's an attack on on health, in particular men's health, that we are becoming the most infertile we've ever been in human history. Red blood cell production, body hair, facial hair. But most importantly, I think for men, it's two things. Muscle strength and mass and fat distribution. We want to be lean. We want to be like our Neanderthal, kind of our Neanderthal ancestors. Yeah, we probably do have some Neanderthal blood in us. That's what the, if you look at Anthropology: Homo sapiens sapien likely bred with some Neanderthal men before Neanderthal, or men and women before Neanderthal was phased out. So, as you guys know, testosterone is is peaking at the young ages, and then it typically decreases about one percent a year after ages thirty and forty, and then it goes lower and lower. But there are ways to keep it in high levels. I I don't go to the doctor in terms of like being treated for something. It's been I, I can't tell. I probably 2007. I remember 2007, I got the flu, walking pneumonia, and on the same year, and I actually had to take, I don't think I took an antibiotic because that would have destroyed my microbiome. And back in 2007, I would have known that. And certainly treating the flu, you don't take anything. You just treat the symptoms. But aside from that, I got my blood checked in 2015, and I got my blood checked, I think, in 2022. I just went to a doctor and said, hey, this, this. let's just run a, a panel. And they don't test for vitamin D, which I think is important because I have episodes here on the importance of vitamin D, even before COVID, where we saw that high correlation between low vitamin D levels and COVID deaths. But I always I always pay extra to get my vitamin D levels checked. And so part of that blood panel was that they checked my testosterone. My testosterone was high, pretty high. My, my, my total testosterone, my food testosterone was pretty high, especially for my age. It was in the range where it should be. But... I'm also aware that testosterone does drop, and it can drop for two reasons. Sometimes it's due to age, which is normal, and these are things you can kind of biohack out, and sometimes it's just due to hypogonadism. Hypo means insufficient, gonad, of course, your testicles, a gonad, in a female are the ovaries. So hypogonadism can be a condition that you have that will prematurely lower your testosterone levels in your sperm count. Uh, before the age that it should be doing that. So you do have to get that checked. So if you have low testosterone, first they'll look at kind of like your lifestyle, your age and other things, but they will uh, eliminate hypogonadism because uh, something could be going on with your testicles and they would have to treat that with a variety of, of ways, like injections and pellets and patches and gels and all these good stuff like that. So when your testosterone drops, how does this affect you? Well, the obvious one is, like we already mentioned before, is... You ain't getting Randy in the bed as much because either you're, you have low libido or you have erection problems because testosterone is connected to that. And then maybe you aren't shooting as potent of a, of a semen sperm load in to females. And then also I think the more, the bigger thing would be, well, I think the penultimate bigger thing would be emotional changes. Like we do have andropause. It's kind of like, a, andro is the medical root for men kind of like gyno is for women so andropause can happen it's not like we have menopause but as our testosterone drops in our 30s and certainly in our 40s it can uh, lead to lack of motivation lack of confidence and so forth and you kind of get the, the moodies and the weepies <laughs> and so but the big thing i think for most men is the physical changes right they notice increase in body fat increased muscle or reduced muscle bulk and strength weakening bone density your hair loss, sometimes hair loss is actually connected to having a lot of testosterone. So if you go bald young, uh, sometimes it's because you have too much testosterone. But if you are you get the receding hairline and so forth later in your life, that can be connected to low testosterone. But if you burn out early, like Jason Statham did, typically that means you have the hormone that is kind of like the parent hormone of testosterone. You have a lot of that. So here's the thing. You're gonna hear a lot of commercials about low testosterone. Do you have do you feel tired? Do you feel blah blah? Have you gained weight? Blah blah. And of course, the criteria for this is so vague. Do you do do you breathe sometimes funny? You know, do, do you look out the window? I mean, it's just some of the criteria. But again, you gotta remember that that the people that are pawning low-T treatments want to make money like anything. I mean, money makes the world go round. So doesn't necessarily make them a bad person. I will tell you that anytime you see commercials for pills, I would run to the hills like Iron Maiden said. I would not really heed the pill biohacks because, again, you these could be made in China. They could be laced with fentanyl. They could have uh, adulterated ingredients. And like with the vitamin industry, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, the vitamin industry and the supplement industry is not regulated by the FDA. And I'm not a big fan of the FDA, of course, but... At least they would offer a modicum of regulation, therefore a way to get recompense or remuneration or sue companies if they did do false advertising. But the vitamin industry is not regulated at all. I mean, they could tell you that there's whatever, 500 milligrams of vitamin C in a pill, but they don't necessarily have to back that up. So any anything that for pills, I would be very, I would look askance at. Now, there are doctors that will advertise on ESPN or sports talk radio or news uh, channels. And again, look, they might have an altruistic kind of angle, kind of like with reproductive endocrinologists who they want to help couples have children when, when the woman's too old or if the man's got you know problems with the sperm. But ultimately, there's a financial incentive. That's, again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But understand that these commercials are out there to snare you in and like like with big anything big food big big television they want the dollar you know they don't care where the dollar is coming from like Marvel when whatever uh, Guardians 3 is coming out they don't care if that dollar is from a 14 year old kid with low no discernment in movie uh, movie making or if it's a 45 year old guy you know they don't care they just want the dollar. And so when you look at low testosterone therapy you just got to be very weary of it because a lot of these guys are as the old term used to be they're shysters they're con artists yes they could have mds some of them don't even have mds but they could be con artists and you just need to be careful because this is your health so when it comes to testosterone therapy whatever it is i would i would tell you go of course find reputable ones i would tell you go to doctors that use bioidentical hormones that, that they would not use kind of like the fake testosterone hormones, they would use bioidentical. I would I would go to doctors who specialize in male. So probably like a urologist or an endocrinologist. And then I would just go for like the initial console and just be like, hey, uh, check my, my testosterone. And then if your testosterone, in fact, does come out low, because sometimes we think that we have low T and we don't even have low T. So if the blood work comes out that you have low T for your age, then I would ask him or her, how do you think we should treat this? And then that's how you gauge the answer. Because we know in the allopathic model of medicine, that which is the predominant form of medicine that we've had for at least 50 years, the mode of treatment is always pills, 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 pills. Big pharma. So if he tells you, well, you know, the best way we treat this is we can put you on a, a you know these gels and these foams and these injections. And and look, there there are men, because let's say they had testicular cancer, had their testicles removed, that do have to have legitimate testosterone injections. They have to have shots every month. That's totally legitimate. But these these guys know that there is a market, kind of like big medicine knows in general, like every day people are getting older, every day people are dying. So it's not like hospitals are gonna go anywhere. A lot of hospitals were going bankrupt because of that that's you know, certain people not paying for it. But it's not like there's gonna be a time where there's a fountain of youth and people stop getting sick. So they understand that there's this gigantic market of Gen Xers and boomers that are getting older, and they just gotta advertise, advertise, advertise to get these guys to come in. And so, of course, kinda of like with unscrupulous dentists, who you go in for a cleaning, and 2020 used to do these studies. Where they would go with like somebody needs a moderate cleaning and they'll go to 10 different dentists and like seven of them will say they need radical dental work. And why not? It's their own private practice and they want to make money off of uh, unsuspecting, uh, naive people, right? Well-intentioned people. And I would say the same problem is here when you go to these, any doctor, but in particular this one with low T, they have such a profit motive to want to push so many things on you that you really have to have discernment on how much of it is legit and how much of it is just they want to make a buck off of you and they really don't care about your health now the known risk of testosterone therapy whether it be bioidentical or regular is you can get like minor things like sleep apnea some would say that that's not minor i mean because you could stop sleeping I mean, my father used to have sleep apnea at the end of his life and sleep apnea additional in your life expectancy, but he would be sleeping on the, on on the recliner. We'd be watching like Mexican soccer and then he's just like, (laughs) and then like 20 seconds of nothing, (laughs) no breathing. And then i will be like, (laughs) and so he had a CPAP and he didn't like the CPAP, but he had apnea and then eventually he died of an aneurysm can increase acne, you can have uh, prostatic benign hypoplasia or the growth of your prostate, which sometimes can lead to prostate cancer, sometimes. You can have enlarged breast. you can have sperm production or testicle shrinking. Because again, the, the, when you're getting an exogenous or outside source of something, the organs that normally are making it are like, great, I don't need to make it. So the sperm production can kind of go down. And I think the most important one to know about is it does increase your chances of having cardiovascular incidences. And this is something that a lot of guys don't know. So it does increase your chances of throwing a blood clot. And then that clot traveling and creating an embolism and getting a cerebral embolism or a pulmonary embolism. So causing essentially a, a blockage and a heart attack because it it can stimulate too much red blood cell production and that can cause these problems. So these are kind of these things that you kind of need to know, like if I am taking these outside exogenous sources of testosterone, it increases my chances of these things. Now, like with a lot of pharmaceutical drugs that we take, most of the time people don't read the inserts, it's a cost benefit analysis. Should I take this? Do the risks merit it? And I would always tell you, because as my website's titled Naturopathic Earth, I would always tell you, always look at the naturopathic ways to treat things first, because typically the naturopathic ways to treat things don't have as many medical uh, liabilities or adverse effects. That, that's not to say that you know marijuana has this reputation being nature's you know, was it nature's herb. God's herb. Like well, there's a lot of things that grow out in nature that will kill you. There's tons of mushrooms that you eat that will kill you. Look at the poppy seeds, right? That's where we get morphine. You want to take, you take too much poppy, aka opium, that will kill you. So look, there are, there are dangers of naturopathy, but I would tell you all the natural biohacks are things that I would recommend that you exhaust first before going on the load to low T treatment. Now, what are some naturopathic ways to treat low T the large majority of these things are things that overall improve your health. So it's not like I mean, look for for every, every anything that is regarding health, you're always going to have those who are pushing the super herb, the super pill, you know, the, the super secret thing that nobody knows about aside from this company that makes this super herb. That's why you you have to be weary. I remember Frank Thomas, the baseball player from the nineties. I, I can't remember. Was it extends? He used to, I used to see his commercials on ESPN. And all these commercials, like for low T, are the same thing. It's like this sad guy with this sad wife. And then he bumps into somebody who's like taking whatever it is, extends or whatever low T. And that guy typically is like an F level celebrity, like Frank Thomas. And Frank Thomas is surrounded by a bunch of women. And it's like, oh, wow, Frank. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Frank's like, I feel much better. I have energy and step. And look, the ladies aren't complaining you know, that's how bad these commercials are. But the majority of ways to treat low T are things that help our overall life. So eat enough protein. That's important. Lower your stress because we know cortisol is an antagonist to testosterone. So cortisol is released by the uh, adrenal gland above your kidney. So if you are cranking out cortisol, uh, that's not good. So easier said than done sometimes with, with, with minimizing stress, but it's important. Keeping your weight down obviously is important because we know that fat is kind of like an estrogen builder, that estrogen can be stored in fat and therefore estrogen, of course, naturally is the, the super antagonist to testosterone. Even though men, even in their 20s, have estrogen, we're not supposed to have a large amount. So Uh, We we definitely want to keep our weight in check. Drink less alcohol. I mean, I think, you know, alcohol is a level one carcinogen. I don't think we need to spend too much time on this. Lowering alcohol in general would be good for your health. Exercising more, of course, is is exceedingly important in both cardio and strength training. Reducing your xenoestrogens or outside estrogens in the form of plastics. We have a lot of episodes here on the dangers of plastics, especially early on. So bisphenol A or BPA is probably the most famous plasticizer and BPA is everywhere. I mean, I think most people know that the plastics are bad, but inside of cans are lined with BPA laser receipts. Every time you grab that receipt from the grocery store or wherever you're at, that's got BPA and that gets that's soaked into your body. So all these fake estrogens need to be removed from your life. And it's not too hard. I mean, just don't warm up anything in Tupperware don't drink bottled water. Bottled water is a complete scam. We have an episode we did on that back in 2017. And uh, if you're going to warm up anything, warm them up on in, in, in ceramic or glass. I mean, there's ways to, to definitely lower your your plastic intake. And if you're eating chips that you don't have to worry about because the plastic really isn't interacting with the chip, but it's like the soups, the the sodas, all the things that are continuously swimming in plastic are things that you just want to eliminate completely. Sleeping better is important. I mean, we know sleep is (laughs) chronic insomnia is linked to shorter life expectancy, higher rate of heart attacks, higher rate of infections, higher rate of obesity is a major problem. So your testosterone production is lowered when you sleep less. And some of you guys notice this the next day when you can't either work out as well or perform. Now, vitamin D, we've talked about how the large majority of Americans are deficient in vitamin D. And vitamin D plays this humongous role in sperm production, sperm mobility, testosterone production, and so forth, so you do wanna be taking vitamin D. In the summer, it's not really a problem if you're even getting like 30 minutes of sunlight. But in the winter, I would uh, supplement. Typically, you have to get D3, not D2. D3 is, is the one that the body can use. And uh, I mean, it's really up to you. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not gonna give medical advice, but I would take probably at least, I would I say 5,000 IUs a day minimum magnesium is important important magnesium is one of those minerals that most americans don't take enough of and that magnesium is important for a lot of the electrical reactions in our body so most famously you know our, our whole bodies run on electricity from the inner nervous system but certainly connected to the heart and some other things so uh, magnesium is really important so you can get that but spinach, almonds, cashews, peanuts. Like, okay, if you eat a lot of nuts, that's a good place to get them. Or you can supplement with magnesium. The other good thing about magnesium is it's a natural sedative. So, I'll take a magnesium supplement at night. Uh, so, for, for those of you who don't want to be on a benzo like Xanax or one of these anxiety drugs that have a lot of side effects, uh, you can take magnesium or take a magnesium bath. Zinc's another one that we know is directly connected to testosterone production. So I would recommend you, you take zinc. And zinc is typically uh, easy to get in a wide variety of foods. Uh, people think of oysters, but you, know, you can get them in cereals. And, and again, you can get them in pills and, and a lot of the, the meats. Um, in terms of like herbs... You, you want to be very careful on the herb studies because some of these studies are just kind of like, uh, you know, they're, they're specious. They might come from like the East Bengali's medical journal that is published out of Bangladesh, you know. But again, the, the Asians use herbal medicine a lot more. You think of Ayurvedic medicine, which came out of India and in Chinese medicine. So it does make sense that you're going to find more studies coming out of, of Asia about this. But ashwagandha is known to to help with testosterone production fenugreek is another one that is known to help with that Um, the shalajit which is another one that's an herb that is kind of known to help with that onions and garlics ginger there's a lot of things that that can potentially help you i would tell you just stick to the cardinal ones workout keep your weight down fast fasting is so crucial sleep well. Like the basics, man. Reduce your stress, sleep well, exercise, move the body, shock the body, limit the alcohol and have a well-balanced diet. And just get your testosterone checked. And unless you have like an under uh, like an underlying problem, like hypogonadism or something that some endocrine problem, uh understand that your testosterone it's it's going to drop as you get older, but that's okay. There's ways to offset that by the aforementioned and if you're just a couch potato, yeah, certainly your, your testosterone is going to drop much faster because you're, you're meant to be moving the body. If you think of our Paleolithic ancestors, even when they were in their, certainly in their 40s and 50s and 60s, then yes, people did live that long. I mean, the life expectancy was like 27, but that was mostly because so many babies died. But once you reach a certain age, yes, there was disease and pestilence, but there were a lot of people in their 50s and 60s and 70s. They were always moving, right? Because they had to move. They had to hunt. They were nomads. They had to move around. And now you look at just our super sedentary lifestyle, and this lifestyle is really horrific for us. So if you just do the basics, uh, that that's definitely going to help you with with uh, your testosterone and then other ancillary parts of your health. So in closing, guys, just do the due diligence. Do the research on on low testosterone treatment. Don't go anything out of panic and fear because typically we make poor decisions when we do things out of panic and fear. Do your studies, find a good doctor, vet the doctor, see what he or she says, and then go from there. But I would definitely try these natural things for at least six months and then get your blood checked and see how it's looking. Guys, if you haven't done so already, rate and review The Awakened Man. Please go check out The Cinema Rack, which is our movie podcast. It's probably about, by the time this comes out, maybe 98 episodes. So go check those out if you like movie and celebrity stuff. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.